Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 5, Episode 57 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today. Technically we're concluding this week's study. I mean it's another additional episode today on the Sunday. Like I said we might try and get round to to get through what we've studied. But there's also quite a few things left and so really I'm probably going to have to do a Monday episode tomorrow based on the study from this week. There is just so much uh, to learn from from the life of the Saviour in the sections that we've been given. So I'll record this uh, 10 minute-ish episode now uh, as our usual bite-sized episode and then uh, share one tomorrow with you uh, to talk about uh, the remaining things that we have left to talk about. Today I want to focus on uh, being a disciple of Jesus Christ means that I put him first in my life. Now this is a very interesting uh, topic I wanted to review and this is why I wanted to make sure we get this included in our week's study. Uh, we find this in Matthew chapter 8 verses 18 to 22 and Mark chapter 3 verses 31 to 35. And within these verses we may find some things which are a little challenging perhaps to our perspective on what we need to put first in our life. Um, I think that we're all in agreement, you know, you're listening to our podcast based on um, the teachings of the Saviour uh, focused in the New Testament this particular year, but also, you know, the standard works of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints of his church. So clearly, you know, if you're listening to this, you already are pretty much um, agreeing with the fact that Christ is important to put in our lives as a high priority. And of course, we have things like work and we have things like recreational activities and all these other things that perhaps we think, oh yeah, well, I can understand why the Saviour comes before that. But there's a few experiences in uh, these two chapters which we might stop and pause and think, oh, hang on, that sounds a little, a little bit difficult. For example, um, verses 18 to 20 of Matthew 8 sees, us, uh, sees the Saviour um, going about the multitudes. And in verse 19 it says, And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And in verse 20, the Saviour responds and says, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath nowhere not where to lie his head. So in response to this, the Saviour basically is saying that um, if you follow me, it's going to be difficult. I don't have a place that I call my own, a place to stay. Uh, my work, my life is my ministry. Uh, and so to follow me, uh, to be my disciple, is to put all those things aside as, as priorities and to follow him. Now, of course, I'm sure in today's world, in the context that we're living in, in these latter days, we are not expected to, if we want to be a disciple of Christ, to leave our homes, sell our homes and just wander the streets without a home. That, of course, is probably not what's being said here, but it's more of a, a focus on the saviour being the priority, not where we live or not the kind of house we have. You know, the focus should be First and foremost, making sure the Saviour is the centre of our lives. And then, of course, you know, making sure our home is a nice place to raise our family in love and righteousness. But the priority, the first and foremost thing, should be the Saviour. But this next one has always challenged me, um, kind of growing up when I've read it. And it's verses 21 and 22. It says, And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. Now, without any context, that, this can sound like a very tricky thing then to go from saying, oh, well, you know, where you live or where you rest your head is not important. But this man's father has died and he just wants to bury him and then he's going to follow the saviour. But the saviour invites him to to not do that and to follow him. Um, 
Now, one thing that I have learned as I've listened to other podcasts and listened to other kind of uh, biblical scholars uh, is that it's suggested that this is not what the, the funeral, as in we understand in today's culture, uh, what it was uh, in those days is they would preserve and keep uh, the body of those individuals who die preserved uh, for a year and then a year after so that it's not uh, it's not considered unclean to handle and sort and bury uh, the body uh, a year after they then bury the dead. So this this individual, this disciple, in theory would have had a year to kind of grieve and uh, go and go through the loss of his father. And this is now just kind of the practical thing of, oh, just r- removing the body from where it's being kept, which I suppose, uh, if with that extra context, does give us a bit more of an understanding by what is being said here. But even so, the Saviour's invitation to be a disciple of him is not an easy one. It does require us to put things ahead of us, ahead of many things, in fact, all things in our lives, uh, so that we can have that relationship with him. Uh, this is underlined further if we look in the other verses that relates to this principle in Mark chapter 3, verses 31 to 35, um, which I'm, I'm going to read this because it, it kind of makes it clearer as it's read. It says from verse 31, then There then came his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him calling, and the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy, bro- my, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked around about on them which sat about him, and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. Now, I realised partway through reading that, that that small section of uh, verses that it probably would have been easier to read this from something like the English Standard Version or the New International Version. It's a bit more understandable in our language today. Um, but basically, it is, as is being suggested here, uh, the Saviour's mother and his um, brothers uh, were outside of the area that he was teaching in with his crowd. And a few people get his attention and say, oh, your mothers and brothers are call- your mother and brothers are calling you. And he says, well, I am speaking to my mothers and brothers now. Whoever does the will of God is my family, my brother, my sister and my mother. Now, again, you know, some might say, well, you know, it's his mum calling him. Like, should he not go and see what the problem is? Um, But I think, again, we need to look at the principle that's being taught here. And it is the fact that even and this brings us right to the priority of our families the family, whilst it is an important thing that we need to take care of, and it is, you know, in my mind, one of the most, if not the most important thing I should be aware of and looking after in on the earth that I live on, the one other thing that supersedes my family is my relationship with my saviour. That has to be the case. And that might be difficult for us to kind of hear and to really in, and to apply because you know, we're then starting to call into question, well, what does what the church says to put our family first and things like that? But I think what we forget here is a very significant difference between the church and the saviour. What we're not saying with this, and what I'm sure the saviour is not saying with this, is, you know, your church calling and your church duties and church activities, those come before family. Those do not. That is very clear. And, and in the lives of our living day modern, modern prophets and apostles we see that that is should not be the case that we make sure our family are cared for and that they are uh, have all their needs satisfied before we then go and serve in church responsibilities but actually putting the savior first is different uh, from that 
It is making sure we build a personal relationship with him. And whatever it is that is stopping us from building that relationship with the Saviour, that then has to be sorted so that we can develop that relationship. Of course, if we are in the fortunate, blessed position that our family is also trying to build a relationship with the Saviour, then that is not very difficult to you know have to work with. But of course, the challenge comes if maybe some of our family are not in that uh, mindset of trying to build that relationship with the Saviour and to come to know him personally. Um, then we have to make sure that we look after our family and take care of them. But first and foremost, make sure that we can build this relationship with him and not allow anything or any influence to stop us from leaving everything behind and following him or putting things to one side so that we can make sure that he is our first priority or putting things down on the list of priorities to make sure that he is first in our lives. We must sacrifice things of value at times so that we can have him first in our lives. Um, and I think that really the ultimate the final invitation is to reflect on what the Come Follow Me manual says, and that is, what might you need to give up in order to put Jesus first? Um, what And this is a really, you know, it's coming up to the nine minutes now, but it's really nice that this has fallen on the Sabbath because the Sabbath is the ultimate day and how we consider in what ways do we put the Saviour first. Are we truly keeping it holy or are we, you know, going to church and then coming home and making it any other day? How can we as individuals and as families put the Saviour first and foremost in our lives, particularly on his Sabbath, but also in our lives in general. Thank you so much uh, for listening today. I hope you've uh, enjoyed the study and taken something to reflect on away from it. Please share what you thought on the Facebook group. Please share the podcast and join us tomorrow. And until we meet again.